Welcome back to our 21 days of prayer. Today we're going to be talking about cynicism. We can definitely say that the beginning of this decade has created the perfect storm to breed cynicism. Just watch any newscast or spend time on social media. Becoming a cynic is one of the easiest things in the world. We're living in the age of immediate information. So we hear about the major and the minor events many times as they're happening. COVID, shutdowns, politics, social unrest, sex trafficking, suicides, and murders. There's a disregard and a disrespect for other people like we've never seen before, for human life in general. What about on a more personal level? You may be having to deal with the scars of betrayal, infidelity, emotional hurt, physical or emotional abuse. Even among fellow believers, we can see the overwhelming spirit of cynicism wrapping around the church like a heavy blanket quilted with anger, despair, anxiety, and depression. Our enemy Satan, he is having a heyday. When we give in to the spirit of cynicism, he has us right where he wants us. If you are a believer in Jesus, the enemy has already lost the war for you and your soul. But he will do whatever he can to try to steal your peace and your joy and render you useless in God's purpose for your life. But this, this is not a new tactic. In Ecclesiastes chapter 1, verses 1 and 2, it says, These are the words of the teacher, King David's son, who ruled Jerusalem. Everything is meaningless, says the teacher. Completely meaningless. The teacher in this verse, the son of David, is King Solomon, a.k.a. the wisest king in history. He was a man who had more wisdom, more wealth, power, and clout than any other person that's ever lived. But even with all of this, Solomon became a cynic. The reason? Well, he didn't follow God's directive for his life. Despite all of his wisdom, he began to look to himself and he joined in with others to seek false gods for answers. Solomon, he misplaced his trust in God, and he began looking for solutions by going to the high places that were used for places of worship and sacrifice to false gods just because so many of the other people around him did. Many of his many wives worshiped false gods, and through association, Solomon decided that it must be okay and he started down a very slippery slope. Just like Solomon, when we put our trust in someone or something besides God, we become cynical and we run the danger of losing our trust in God completely. You may feel like God has let you down or abandoned you. It's very easy to say, God, how could you let this happen? And I'm not gonna lie, and say that I've never asked those questions because I have. But I have learned that when I'm still and quiet and I stop my fussing and complaining, he is always faithful to speak to my spirit with just the words that I need to hear. Consider these few steps to protect yourself against cynicism. Number one, you have to make the decision who you are going to run to in a time of trouble or tragedy before it happens. 
then commit your whole heart to that decision. Jesus is the only one who can be our shelter in the craziness of a storm. Number two, remember God is always speaking to us. Our job is to listen to his voice. He may speak to us through a scripture verse, a song, another believer. In the darkest time of my life, I was crying out to God with questions of why. But the Holy Spirit spoke so softly to my heart by reminding me of a scripture that I had read for years. He said, Donna, my plans for you have not changed. They just look different to you today than they did yesterday. But my plans are still good and they're still to give you a future and a hope. Jeremiah 29:11 was brought to life in my heart because the Holy Spirit was reminding me of God's words, speaking it directly into my heart and my mind. But I had to be willing to listen and I had to be able to recognize his voice. Number three, be willing to quickly forgive others and to ask for forgiveness. The biggest component in cynicism is unforgiveness. We just can't seem to let go of the hurt or the anger or the betrayal or the disappointment. But we are commanded to forgive even when we don't want to. We don't just forgive others necessarily because they deserve it, but because we are asked to do that. When we hold on to unforgiveness, it turns into a root of bitterness. Hebrews 12:15 warns us by saying, look after each other so that none of you fails to receive the grace of God. Watch out that no poisonous root of bitterness grows up to trouble you, corrupting many. Number four, be thankful. Recite to yourself out loud if need be all the times and ways that God has provided for you, that he's rescued you, or that he gave you peace and comfort. If you have accepted Jesus as your Savior, then be thankful for your salvation. That's a perfect place to start. And finally, number five, allow yourself to be full of hope and trust. Trusting Jesus and in his plan, that's the one sure antidote for cynicism, hope and trust. When we know and we truly believe that there is more that we see and feel right now, that there's a glorious future for anyone who believes in Jesus, that he loves us unconditionally, regardless of our past, then we can begin to hope again and to trust that all of his promises are true. Have you done that? Can you do that? I want to leave you with just a few scripture verses, God's very own words to encourage you. Jeremiah 29, 11 through 13. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. There are plans for good and not disaster, to give you a future and a hope. In those days when you pray, I will listen. You look for me wholeheartedly, you will find me. 2 Corinthians 5, verse 7. For we live by faith, not by what we see with our eyes. We live with a joyful confidence.
Let's close out by, by praying together. Jesus, thank you so much for being a rock, our defender, our strong tower. Show us every day how to follow you. Teach our hearts and our minds to trust in you fully, without doubt. Help us to stand firm on your promises in your word. Train our ears to listen to your voice in every situation, good and bad. You are our hope and our future. We love you, Lord. Bless your people with an abundance of faith so that we can fight against the spirit of cynicism in our own lives and in the lives of your church. Amen.